it's time to talk games and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Talk Games and Chew Bubblegum. My name's Adam, and always with me is the ever-so-colorful Alan. Alan White. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's even in your last name, my friend. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, Which is uh, pretty good. You know, a blank palette, or a blank canvas. On which uh, for... so upon which so many possibilities can can be written uh upon which uh so many a, a broad spectrum of colors and and uh delights can be shared i don't know what i'm making myself out to be right now i guess i'm just a, yeah. a blank canvas hey, just hey, yeah hey it's all up to interpretation that's that all it is, is my friend that it is it, 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 however you see things um even though our game's not that detailed as you've made it <laughs> um, we can draw some comparisons with it and today we are talking about a wonderful game we are talking about greece uh this is a indie game by a spanish developer nomada or nomada, nomada I really no- don't say, i'm gonna say nomada yeah, because, Nomada because, Studio. Because, because every time I say Nomada, it sounds like I'm saying, oh, it's no matter. Don't worry about it. You know, oh, it's no matter. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. yeah, Nomada Studio, and it was published by Devolver Digital. Now, Devolver Digital is a publisher, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, Devolver Digital is a publisher. And uh, I want to go ahead and uh, correct a mistake that I made in our last episode where I called them a developer. I am truly sorry about that. I was completely wrong. I just kind of slipped off my tongue. Uh, de- devel- yeah, Devolver is a publisher strictly, not a developer. They are a publisher of many developers who you otherwise may not get the opportunity to to uh, to see everything so they're doing great work over there keep it up guys we're really big fans and such but yes once again devolver our publisher our publisher not developers yes um and with that out of the way we're talking about greece um or gree greece it there's not a lot of uh verbal speech in this game no no there there's really is none yeah i mean there's absolutely zero yeah yeah no words whatsoever um which really makes for a very interesting game. I remember when you first approached me with this game, saying, hey, look, you know, let's let's play this so we can talk about it. You said something that really resonated with me because I don't think truer words have been spoken. <laughs> and those words were, this isn't the type of game you normally play. You were absolutely right about that. I do not play games like this. I saw it as just some art, art house piece that's supposed to you know do nothing more than just evoke some emotion or make you think about the world around you and it was going to be just an interactive just therapy session as far as i was concerned i was like i don't want all that but i sat down with it expecting okay i'm just going to sit down for three hours maybe four and everything just get this out of the way and then we'll talk about it and i'll be done with it forever blah 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 and over the course of the game i found myself going I needed this in my life. <laughs> I didn't know it. Oh, yeah. I, cause I can't even remember what we were watching. I think it was just like a new game on Xbox Game Pass or something. And I was watching the trailer and I was like, oh, oh, I'm feeling stuff. I want to mm-hmm. play this. Um, and I had, because it came out in December of 2018. So it's a mm-hmm. two-year-old game. And I have definitely heard stuff about it and heard how great it was. 
but you know as well as anybody else i get sidetracked by video games and never get to play <laughs> the ones i want to play that's true uh, and i had been playing so many games full of action did doom assassin's creed immortals phoenix rising like it just mm -hmm. so much and i wanted a change of pace and this kept just calling me and i was like all right so i downloaded it played it and uh, never stopped mm -hmm. just from the beginning to end it took me about uh, close to four hours and those four hours were just fantastic right um right so, so the thing about this game is uh, like you were saying there is no spoken word right there's no actual dialogue nothing's really explained to you uh, a lot of it is just up for your own personal interpretation now i feel as though the story itself is pretty self-explanatory there's not a lot doesn't have to be said about it but uh but yeah i could see how one could just draw conclusions from it we had a discussion earlier about how uh, when a game doesn't really explain everything to you you know if it doesn't you know use what i call the metachlorian effect you know and it doesn't just say okay this is what's happening this is why it's happening everything down to the most minute detail then you know the human mind automatically tries to to come up with reasons and tries to come up with his own ideas for what's happening around i mean in this game and that's especially true of indie developers because you know they aren't bound by the same restrictions to try and please everybody that the AAA, the bigger ones are are uh, forced to stay within so you figure you know an indie developer is gonna go out there and just be really bold and say make this some great statement and it's gonna be all this hidden meaning behind everything but i really feel as though they did a great job of taking a very serious and kind of universal uh, experience or human experience and just placing it's kind of like this really simple but really entertaining and really just kind of thoughtful uh tapestry is a word i'm going to use right yeah no, so, no that's a good one so yeah so so i don't really feel like you have to go around like making up your own story for what's going on i, I really feel like it just it tells you you just have to be paying attention to what's happening yeah i 100 agree so this game follows greece um mm -hmm. she is a she's a lady who wakes up in the palm of a of a statue essentially and the statue's crumbling um and it looks like she's trying to sing or like something she's trying to either yell or sing definitely probably singing um and then like this blackness starts like choking her up or or no no that's later right right so and i'm, she, I'm she, already she, jumping the gun she can't she, get the she, words she, she, out exactly she just loses her voice and and then the the statue this giant like 90 foot statue of a woman is and the palms in which she is resting just begins to crumble and then she just falls for what seems like days into like this white void and um yeah it was really interesting about the way this game begins it kind of really sets the tone for everything that's going to happen i personally what i discovered about myself in playing this game is that i apparently am one of those people or one of those gamers who every time i pick up a controller I guess I'm just looking for a struggle. I'm looking for conflict, right? I'm looking for an enemy that has to be like killed or dominated or defeated in some way. And that's not the type of game this was. Because as soon as I'm able to start moving with Greece in this game, I'm looking for the jump button. I'm looking for different attack buttons. And there was really only one button you could use at that time. And I believe it was 
ends up being the jump button, but every time I pressed it, she would just stumble over. And I'm going, okay, what did I walk into right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you're walking through that lone desert until like everything's black and white and you're walking through the desert and you come across um, some buildings, rundown buildings and like mm-hmm. weird statues. Uh, once you get there, the game does such a great job of letting you know you need this in order to go here mm-hmm. without ever telling you like it's very basic um while guiding you the right way so you go something and it shows like two dots or three dots or something like that mm-hmm. and like it zooms in on the like kind of do like a bell but like nothing's lighting up so in your mind you're like okay well i gotta f- go find whatever these things are mm-hmm. and then you go you explore a little bit and you start picking up these little balls of light that eventually form a constellation that you acts like a bridge mm-hmm. and then you yeah you, you keep progressing um but there that's like your home base you're going to return to this base after every level um and see something new or now you can go to the path that you couldn't go before because you learned a new ability right um, and as you do, like with the new abilities, the game doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't say, hey, press A to jump or press X or square to turn into a stone. Um, once you unlock it, it just gives you a short demonstration mm-hmm. and that's it. And so then you're like, oh, well, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And it, I love that. It was like one of my favorite things is unlocking something, watching Grease go jump jump and you're like oh cool i can double jump now <laughs> like uh, right yeah. right and, and speaking of unlocking you know and moving and progressing through levels what happens is you know you you find yourself returning to the palm of that statue at times you know in, in different states you know different crumbled states and such and when that happens uh, you go through a short animation where she ends up releasing a new color into the world and uh, you go from a stark black and white to uh, red, right? And then after that, uh, there's green, then blue, then yellow, and and all of this. And all of those stages, it, it's it's done so well, right? I mean, each of these stages, uh, they all take on a different feel. Um, the puzzles themselves all seem to be different. Uh, the world itself is very different, and you're just introducing more and more color into into the world around you it really you really get a a sense that you're really creating a new world because no two colors i guess uh or worlds created by them or stages or whatever are the same despite the fact that they all kind of seem to bleed into each other uh you know it's really hard to explain you just kind of have to see it you know it's 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 really done well it's done so well and it's all watercolor too so mm-hmm. the the transitions of colors it, it's very just it's perfect honestly having all the different shades because the first level like as you're saying this i was like man in that desert with the wind blowing against you it was just red it was red and black with yeah white. and in my mind i was thinking i there were so many more colors Mm-hmm. And then as, as I think about the final level and every level in between, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that final level is vibrant. And now looking back at that first level, it's, oh, it was just red, black, and white. 
I also thought uh, the music did such a great job uh, kind of invoking certain feelings. Like I said, I, I started this game going, okay, wait a minute, you know, what am I going to fight? What's going to jump out at me and all? So I was really on edge and that wasn't helped by the fact that the red world uh, really kind of brings on some anxiety. You know, you have these windmills in the background and every 15 seconds or so they start to spin up uh, faster and faster until eventually just a huge red cloud just kind of comes and envelops the entire screen. And during that time, uh, you get like this really like like crazy organ music, just you know, and, and and you know, Greece is trying to push against all of this, and and I'm just like, I, I'm anxious, like my heart starts racing and everything for a few seconds, and it just disappears, it goes away as fast as it comes, and then and I'm sitting there going, oh, okay, okay, what's happening here? You know, where, where's the enemy? What's gonna happen? You know, and uh, it really took me a while to accept the fact that like you can't die in this game. There is no real quote unquote enemy in the game. It took me a while to accept that and kind of let my guard down. However, the moment I did finally kind of settle into that idea and go, okay, I, you know, I, there's no reason to think that, you know, I could be eliminated or killed in this game. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be a flow through this game without having to worry about anything. I started to really kind of come down from all of that. I come across a giant, angry <laughs> ink bird or something and that sucker was not having anything it didn't care who i was or what that, that sucker was mad and i'm going oh oh wow i, I just got caught off guard and uh that, <laughs> that, that that was not a fun experience for a moment there so yeah it, it definitely took me took me through some motions and like i said just letting go and learning to to do like learning to to not see danger around every corner or whatever was kind of hard for me especially in the very beginning because i'm the type of person like i failed a mindfulness course at one point i mean they gave me a certificate but it was just out of pity but <laughs> i just wasn't that type you know so so like i said like letting that guard down then this happening and i'm, I'm just it, it just really kind of it kind of messed with my emotions for a second but it did give me that emotional imbalance it did it did it made me feel something yeah it, it i felt a lot during this game Mm -hmm. um there there were several times where i was like oh mm -hmm. oh and it, that wasn't even the ending like i was just <laughs> multiple times through the game um because the lack of any kind of speech even the lack of music the music is done so well in the game because it's not always there normally like if you're walking you can hear your footsteps maybe mm -hmm. some light music in the background and then as things start to progress as like she's learning or events are happening that's when you it starts just building up and keeps going until there's a slow period or you know at the end of the level where something happens and you're just like oh man that was done so well and yeah like three times so pretty much at the end of every level i was just like oh man right right and and uh the music i, I found out is uh composed by a composer a group of composers or a group uh by the name of berlinist and such and you know they they apparently do all kinds of these types of works and such and uh they did such a great job of like just taking that color taking that theme of that one particular level or stage i guess stage would probably be the better word for this and really just kind of 
giving you some type of emotional response to go along with everything that you're doing, uh, you know, once the music does kick in. Uh, but without like being kind of like hand over fist about it, you know, it wasn't like just blaring in your face with the exception of that organ music that really messed with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> outside of that, you know, it, it really did that. And the thing about this game is it's, it's exploring such a mature theme in my mind. I don't even think we even talked about it. It's exploring grief, right? And, yeah. uh, and everything that I've read about it suggests that, you know, this young girl is experience, has uh, experienced some trauma and you know i guess you know she's trying to recover from it you know and uh to me it's clearly grief but i'm i'm curious what are your what are your thoughts on it i mean it's it's what do you what do you think it's about so this is one of those things where you know, there are multiple discussions can start to stem out mm-hmm. um the first one is video games as art forms mm-hmm. without a doubt in my mind here alone is a perfect example of video games art form because everybody can look at it something different mm-hmm. um, I agree with grief but I agree there is it, some problem you know we, we've already kind of discussed like different things and, and mm-hmm. how we could see stuff and just who knows and that's the best part because we do know the ending is pretty much self-explanatory mm-hmm. whatever so spoilers I'm gonna throw them out there. Spoilers. <laughs> um, it's a, a two-year-old game. Yeah, uh, is you know she finds her voice to deal with whatever problem, mm-hmm. and throughout the game and the levels, I feel like her powers and the levels, like you said, they signify something that's going on, and like so that desert level that mm-hmm. was blowing the wind and everything like that, you said it was like the five stages of um of grief right of grief yeah and it i completely agree and what was the first stage of grief uh the first one is denial which to me would have been the very beginning you know the the black and like the start you go from like the void into just the color Mm -hmm. black was the only color there and i was gonna go completely you know I'm, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna say it represents denial in the way where you go from this completely blank white void and all of a sudden you now have black lines creating figures and such. In a sense, that black line is combating that white void in the way that one person, when they deny something, you know, you're saying this, this can't be, you aren't what is happening that isn't what's happening in my world you're refusing to to believe that this is the world or this is the way things need to be and such uh, i think it's i think denial is a sort of defiance i think of it that way personally uh and i know when i use the word defiance it makes it seem like you're standing strong against something but no i think it's just just de- defying your reality or defying anything <laughs> you know just simply saying this is what's happening right now but this isn't what i want it to be and or this or i refuse to believe it in a sense um so yeah so that's what i i see it as so i believe that that first level is denial and then when the red comes along that is anger and i that's what i was getting to thank you so anger (laughs) yeah 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 no 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 i got them completely mixed up um Mm -hmm. so anger and and when you're angry, you're stubborn, you're set in your own ways. Mm-hmm. Like you have 
what could possibly be things trying to like push you back to like hey calm down push you like a gust of wind just trying to push you back letting you know like but you're so angry that you literally turn into a stone mm-hmm. and you fight against that wind and that's what she does anytime that wind starts blowing she hunkers down anchors herself in place and just keeps trotting forward you can even move as the block very mm-hmm. slowly very slowly but yeah but like she doesn't stop which also could be like determination like no matter what's going to get against me mm-hmm. like you know like i'm gonna just hunker down and, and face it on head on but i agree with the five stages of grief and that's why i'm saying like you know you have so many people during that time and you're angry Mm-hmm. And people are talking to you, and it could feel like hot air just blowing in your face and mm-hmm. desert. So that's I'm all on board with something. Something <laughs> happened, and she's grieving. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but but what do you think has happened? If I had to guess, it, it the statue um, mm-hmm. is definitely a parent figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. A, a mentor of some sort. You know, so her sister, her mom, her grandma, somebody that was very important to her, um, somebody that felt like she could just be easily carried by this person and no harm would ever be done. And yes. It does every time that you're in the palm of their hands when yes. you awake. Um, it's definitely a relative um, due to one of the endings. Mm. Um, there's two endings. They're both great. <laughs> one is about 30 seconds longer and it just shows her in the field with somebody that's older than her that looks exactly like her giving her a firefly right yeah so right, um, right. but i think she lost somebody and she's grieving right right and it, a lot of thought went into this but once again i'm trying to keep it as simple as possible i do i agree that it is a I think it's a matronly figure. I think it's a. Um, I think it's actually the mother who has passed away, and she's she's coping with that loss. Because uh, you know, as anyone who's ever experienced loss knows, you know, you don't just like coping with the loss doesn't mean shrugging it off and saying, you know, it's well, it's done, so time to move forward. You know, it's it's learning to live with that loss. It's learning. It's almost like like losing an arm or something, and like learning to 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 continue living but understanding that you have lost that part of yourself, you know? And it's just finding kind of like a new meaning in the world around you. It's like you recognize that things aren't always, things are never gonna be the way they were before, but that doesn't mean that you can't go on and continue to create beauty and find beauty in the world. So I feel like as we're going through the game and you add more and more color and you're working through all of this stuff, that that ooh, at the end, you've created such a lush and vibrant world and the final power that you get which is it's it's your you get your voice back right you yeah you can sing i I feel like that's that's really that's really what she's been working towards you know finding her voice again being able to to move forward and i I think that's what it's that's what i think the game is about oh i mean and that's where it's all up to interpretation but i Mm -hmm. i think it's definitely that, especially with the label, um, the levels, um, because the next level is bargaining. Like mm-hmm. that's the next level of uh, five stages of grief is bargaining. Now this one was hard for me because, it, like, how does this level, you know, mm-hmm. help you? And it's kind of right there. 
so you go into this forest and and i love this level um it's the first time you actually interact with somebody and it's like this little tiny stone block dude mm-hmm. he's just a big square head he has <laughs> a tree growing out and he doesn't want to talk to you he's like he's scared but he's like while you're running through these beautiful worlds you know in the foreground you can see like this little like pitter patter of him like like mm-hmm. peeking behind trees and stuff and eventually you knock down an apple and he likes apples mm-hmm. um, he really does and i th- <laughs> and he follows you and at certain points like he starts to mimic you and jump in times mm-hmm. and like small little puzzles that you're doing to get him from point a to point b um, and i think that's kind of the bargaining aspect like i'm gonna give you apples if you kind of help me through what i'm doing like, exactly li- yeah um and this is a long shot but also later in that level the canopies of the trees they have like their own timers right so like when you jump like you're bargaining your jump like like, are you going to make that jump um because you don't know when you jump is it going to stay there is it going to disappear like you know but you're you're trying you're still jumping you're still pushing forward and then as that level even progresses more all of a sudden now they don't randomly disappear they're there but every time you jump they switch so Mm. if you're on one and you jump you know it'll disappear and another one appears right which means okay so i know there's a platform now it's up to me to take everything that i've learned everything that i've bargained with and and go all right but is this the right time to jump or do Mm. i need to think about it before i jump right like i said that one's a long shot with the jumping mechanism and stuff like that but little dude helps you out (laughs) if you give them apples so true and by this point do you have the glide mechanic i think you do yeah you must Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's uh that's the second ability that she gains the ability to to kind of double jump into a glide and yeah that's that's really helpful in that and after you completed that you release blue which yep is becoming depression and on that you're completely underwater the entire time now really cool thing i think they did there was the way her dress kind of forms look like a stingray while you're underwater and such i i thought that was a really nice touch uh, it looked it was really really awesome you just kind of form this triangle in her legs uh form the tail and such and it, it's yeah it, it kind of blew me out of it, it did it for me it was really cool awesome. especially especially since, since underwater levels always terrify me they've, they've terrified me since sonic the hedgehog and i just can't do it but this one once again i was kind of going am i gonna drown what's gonna happen but then i was going wait a minute no, i'm a stingray i'll be fine and uh <laughs> you were fine and yeah it, it's it's very dark blues very uh you know it's it's underwater you know so you have a lot of, of mixtures of different hues and such and i could see how feeling like you're you're underwater and you know deep underwater and you don't know when and where you can come up for air i i as someone who's never who's never had to struggle with depression i i really can't speak on it as though i i know much about it but uh i can say that someone with an imagination i can imagine that and maybe for some people that's what it is like you know or maybe that's what 
it's that maybe that's what certain points of it must be like to feel like you know just kind of trapped underwater unable to i mean not knowing when and if you can escape and you're just kind of in the depths of your of yourself i don't i don't know i'm just saying yeah just kind of... it, it it so like the depression thing like it completely surrounds you when depression mm-hmm. happens it, you're in it okay. like there you're swimming to get out like and it, it's it's not just a simple doggy paddle like you're gonna have to swim mm-hmm. and the colors in this game did it because there's constantly a black border almost mm-hmm. around everything like you can only see with them and that is you don't know what's out there mm-hmm. um but you know where you're at and it, and you're lost and you're surrounded by it and it's hard and mm-hmm. what i like is this game makes you swim down left right it makes you swim in it all does. directions it's not like you're always going down but as you progress through this and, and you start to be able to swim better and maybe a little mm-hmm. boost here and there where you can just actually just fight your way through it and then there's little tiny lights now mm-hmm. like as you're going like like leading you in the right direction because things get bad mm-hmm. like just yeah, like you start in depression and then you hit a very low point in depression where you have no idea where you're at it completely takes over there's blackness everywhere true and it's represented in this game and you know something's there because all of a sudden this big black bird that's been chasing you and mm-hmm. shrieking at you is now an eel mm-hmm. and it has grabbed you it has taken you down further you know it's there but you're swimming in complete darkness with little tiny bits of light popping mm-hmm. up here and there to kind of get you out of the way um, and then once you get through that it it's weird because it it, it starts opening up again and you're like <sighs> okay all right i know what i need to do now and it, it's it's cool like mm-hmm. how the game makes you feel that once again with just music and colors mm-hmm. and, and just so much great intense scenes um because at that point like i think you were almost out of the water mm-hmm. and then the eel comes up and i was like oh. uh-huh. and the yeah. music and yeah. just everything yeah yeah uh that was another terrifying experience <laughs> for me so so um so so you take once again i i get comfortable with the idea that i'm not gonna drown and then you attack me again you know what greece <laughs> we're gonna have words because <laughs> you keep you keep doing this to me but but yeah but you do eventually come out of that and uh this was the point at which you do find yourself in a in a whole new world uh yellow was introduced now and you see more light based puzzles and things and this is it's at this stage that you do finally find yourself regaining your ability to sing or just or just to to speak or whatever it is you do it's singing in the game but yes but it's where you find your voice again and when you do that i gotta tell you adam as somebody, like I said, who apparently has a stone cold heart <laughs> and uh, and doesn't play these types of games and is always looking for that conflict whenever I pick up a controller and all, the moment it prompted me to press the button to sing, I remember I, I had all this light on the room and everything. I went and I turned off all the lights and all, and I just, I said, okay, let me get myself settled. And I went and I pressed that button. And she began to sing and like these white rings came along and everything that affected all the thing, like brought all these plants back to life and did all this other stuff came. I felt chills, man. Like I got goosebumps. All right. I 
I, I, I didn't know that this game was going to just overwhelm me the way it did. And I mean, it, it, I kind of felt like the Grinch, you know, like my heart growing three times <laughs> <laughs> larger and all. And, and it really, truly was just a beautiful moment. It didn't matter that I didn't have guns. I wouldn't shoot zombies. I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't just in the middle of some war, or I wasn't taking down space aliens, or trying to jump over fire pits or anything. None of that mattered at the time. Right there, I was in this moment, listening to this girl sing, seeing the world around her form, seeing things come back to life, and. Uh, yeah, it, it was definitely it was definitely one of the higher points in my in my entire uh, gaming career, as it were. It was it's something I'm never gonna forget. Oh yeah, it it, it <laughs> I I think I cried twice during this game. <laughs> like, there was definitely like like especially the ending. Like I mm. just I think I was playing us on Discord with a bunch of people, and I was like. All right, guys, I'm gonna mute for a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> and like, just I, I completely went off. I didn't even hear anybody else talk. Like, mm -hmm. I was just, oh man, and it's so good. And the, the world now is full of colors, and you have these plants where you know they need life, and you sing it, and all of a sudden they just bloom and come to life. And there's animals, and you sing to them, and they just the peacock feathers are like expanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And any time I had a chance to sing, just to watch something come to life, like right, right. Yeah. Actually, for a minute there, I was just making her sing, uh, just to kind of add to the music, right, <laughs> right. It's just going along. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Th throw it in there. I was like, do my own little remix and everything. Even even if it didn't affect <laughs> the world around me, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, that that's hot right there. I like that. And uh, and yeah, and then. You, you make it through this point and then at the very end you find yourself uh, once again facing this this black inky murky whatever it is uh, after you have actually rebuilt this statue and like it it does its final it it makes its final last ditch effort to take you out or take you down or drown you out or everything and then something just absolutely amazing happens yeah and, and the so the final stage is acceptance and it mm -hmm. and it it's accepting that all right whatever's done is done mm -hmm. i can see the world changing around me just by using my voice by being to do what i want to do mm -hmm. the world's changing around me and that final little blackness that that the crow or the eel that thing it's always there lurking over you shrieking yelling in your face trying to bring you down has one last ditch effort to try to just consume you and you remember everything that you've learned and you let out just this beautiful note yeah yeah and it was just whew. right and just when it seems like that's not enough the statue joins in yeah and uh and all the darkness melts away and such and then uh, finally greece is able to use this constellation that you've been building up this entire time as a bridge to just move on it was a really powerful moment because this whole time she's been doing everything alone and now the statue who i think is you know her mother 
you know, that represents her mother and such, is there with her, kind of letting her know that you aren't alone. I may be gone, but but I'm still with you, you know? I'm still looking after you. I, I, I got your back, <laughs> you know? Yep. And I feel like bringing us together to help her overcome this last ditch effort by this nothingness or this whatever it is i keep saying nothing right because because in a way it kind of it kind of reminds me of like a like the never-ending story you know and just how it just how it's just kind of unnamed and it but it just eats away at everything and it just you know when, no. when it's when it's done there is well nothing and yeah i i thought that was a great message to just kind of help you along and just kind of go okay well i accept that you've gone but i understand that I still carry you and that you and just because you aren't physically here with me doesn't mean that you don't still love me that you aren't still a part of my life and then she's able to move on um, past this this world that she's created past all of this that she that she's done so yeah that's yeah. my thoughts on it that's what i feel now it's a great feel um i feel like this was two years too late not two years too late but I, I can't believe it took me two years to play this game because uh, I kept hearing good things about it and I should have mm-hmm. just been like alright it's a great game I'm going to feel this way with Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> that's what's going to happen it's going to be mean, a year from now I'm going to play it I'm like man why did I play this when it came out but I mean you probably won't it, won't feel the same emotions that you feel <laughs> but yes no no uh, for such like four hours it, I would say anybody can beat this game in a four mm-hmm. hours. It, it's straightforward. The puzzles were never difficult. Like everything, they, they weren't is... too hard. No, but I, I think that they got gradually challenging. You know, uh, and one of the things about it is this is a platformer at its heart. It's it's a platforming game. Very tight controls. Very oh, so very good. great. It it does a lot of things really really well. Uh, you said you know the platforming uh the jumps are are tight um just the the weight of the young woman as she's moving through this world it really feels like you know she belongs in this world it doesn't feel like she's floating all over the place you aren't sliding all over the place yeah you i mean you could like when you heard her fits her footsteps at times you're going okay yes that that sounds about right for for a woman of this height and this build and and such in this world all of this just felt like it was right i feel like a lot of really i feel like this is a very well-conceived game that was executed through a lot of very careful deliberate thought you know oh absolutely absolutely I and even like you know choosing Berlinists and having them do the music and such you know the way they did it to invoke certain feelings so that you could move through these different worlds uh and yeah the 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 art style I mean wow I know everyone uh, has been saying watercolor 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 and you're right because it has a lot of those characteristics where different hues of different colors will blend and bleed in and out of each other and such but I thought a lot was done really well with them with just the shapes in general a lot of like geometric shapes and some more abstract shapes that kind of look like they may have been built in like a vector-based program or such and and, and the way that they are built into the foreground and the immediate background and then like the the background <laughs> as a whole <laughs> uh, 
Uh, there was a lot of great, a lot of great detail in the the crumbling buildings and the statue and such. Uh, a lot of a lot of great, like like strong line work in this because we understand the game was actually hand drawn. You know, so so it was damn the the art direction, uh, the music, the the game design. I, it's it's such a well designed it's such a well uh, designed game and all. I feel like all of those people. Kudos to all of you. You did a a stellar job putting a taking a like I said a really bold bold I'll, I'll say idea and filtering it through the like the most simple <laughs> lenses you could and uh, and just kind of bring it all to life in a way that is extremely palatable and makes people go wow that was that was beautiful yeah and, and- as complicated as the art style like mm-hmm. everything's so complicated but mm-hmm. so simple mm-hmm. like everything is straightforward there's only like three buttons that you use in this game mm-hmm. like it's very simple but tight controls you know and perfect controls so mm-hmm. everything that's done in the game is done like you said just perfect incredibly well mm-hmm. and i it's weird to say how complicated this game is like because of everything else but how simple it is at the same time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and just the the level design uh just the way she moves through the world some of the puzzles and such you know i i would be jumping around and i'm going oh that beam of light that looks like it's just part of the background or, or it looks like it doesn't matter oh that's actually a bridge <laughs> that is you know that is something that i can walk across uh, just there's there's so much going on visually that there were times where I did kind of lose some of the smaller details and such, but those details mattered so much that you were drawn back into them. You had to be if you wanted to progress forward, and and I think that 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 kind of push and pull and everything was really important here because it's really easy to get lost in just how it's it's easy to get lost in all the colors and the shapes and. And as someone who studied animation for a bit myself, you know, just the frame by frame, how did this cloud form? How did this this bird uh, take shape into an eel? You know, just all that stuff. It, it was easy to get lost in that. And then they go, oh, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I need to pay attention to this one line here because this is how I'm going to be able to move forward in the game. It was just, yeah. It was really great. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, when you're jumping on the trees and near the end, it's just rain coming down on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know there were platforms for the longest time. Right. Like even though I had been jumping on trees this entire time, and like I'm just seeing like the rainfall and like the square mm-hmm. outline. I'm like, man, that's mm-hmm. a really cool effect. Like that's awesome. And mm-hmm. then just not thinking I could jump on it. But yeah, right. A lot of the things that they use to help you navigate through it. Uh, through the game you feel like you know like I said, they're just strictly background elements and everything but they're interactive and they help you you move forward it's it was really cool the nomada nomada however it's pronounced uh, i know i know i butchered it one way and i got it right the other <laughs> way so, yeah, exactly. so so i'm just hedging my bets on this one um but i'm gonna say nomada uh did a fan fantastic job and actually i i want to look at their library and see what else they put out there because i think i want to try something else by them uh so i'm i'm not gonna lie i just pulled up something and i'm cheating um (laughs) 
This company was formed after a chance meeting between two Ubisoft employees, Roger no Mendoza and Adrian uh, Cuevas, and artist Conrad Rosette. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's an, that's incredible. And you know, when you hear these stories about all these these companies or these games that are put together by former members of insert big name video game company and they and you see like what they come up with and all it's always kind of a fascinating story behind those you know so yeah i i'm interested in, in finding out more about where where they go and uh, i think i'll be following them just to see see what else they do i don't necessarily know if i'm ready to uh to shed the tears <laughs> that i shed <laughs> just yet <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see how things go wow so Actually, this is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. They even met up with um, a psychologist about the game's narrative themes of grief and depression, mm. um, and resulting in gameplay decisions to echo the turmoil of the main character. An example of this is how at the game, at the start of the game, just like you said, um, is unable to jump, which helps reinforce the notion that something is wrong with this girl. Mm-hmm. Like, so look at that. I, I try not to. Alan, yeah. spot on, son. Spot <laughs> on. <laughs> like, if we're gonna keep doing these reviews, I might want to start reading some more Wikipedia articles <laughs> before we go in. Make us sound like we know what we're talking about, because. But I like that. I like it just to think of us as two average gamers, and yeah. even still, the two average gamers, and we're talking about it, and like, mm-hmm. that grief and depression. Yeah, See, look at that man. <laughs> flex on him, Adam. Flex him. Give him that. Give him that fall, guys. Flex. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to get sidetracked, but oh, I got over. two new. I got two new flexes now. That oh. I'm, yeah. All right, all right. I actually right, right got up. a flexing pose and and one where he beats on his chest. So. Oh. Okay, but yeah. but but we digress. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. No. Um, amazing game and i'm so glad you played it because yeah. you've been you've been talking about playing another game um which is journey mm-hmm. and i can't remember if we were talking about it or what i'm like the feelings that you felt during this mm-hmm. have nothing compared to journey because <laughs> yeah, yeah. i cried during this i know what happened to me during journey <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so okay, so so I'll get a box of Kleenex. Oh, I, dude, I'm tearing up thinking about it. I'll uh, I'll get myself some hot cocoa, maybe throw a blanket over myself, and uh, and play Journey, and uh, hopefully no one will be around to to see the the hot blubbery mess I become by the end of it. it just whoever you're playing with, there you have to find somebody to play with from start to end. That's like okay. a must. Okay. Okay. Right, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to to doing that because. Like I said, I've read some some really great things about it, and yeah, I mean, if if you say that about Journey after having me play Gree, Greece, I'm sorry, I'm going to continue to have you. I'm going to continue to take your recommendations on these things. We'll see what happens. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I I I don't normally say this like whenever we talk about games. Um, just play this game. Just play it. Like I. I I haven't played a game that made me feel anything like this this year, and I think it's what I needed to mm-hmm. go out on, like just a good like. Oh, okay, that's what I needed. Like I've played some great games this year, right. but just a nice little, quick, easy game, four hours, and mm-hmm. and the whole time you're just immersed in the world and the story that's going on. It, it's, oh, it was a good one. 
Yeah, and like I said, you, you, you can't die in it. You know, if you do decide to play it and you're like me and you're going, hey, uh, where's the nuke? Just understand you can't die in this game. Uh, come to terms with that <laughs> at some point and and just play through the game. Uh, just just let go. Like I said, it was something that I did have problems with in the beginning, just learning to let go, which is interesting considering the themes <laughs> involved in this game. So yeah, I'm behind you on this one. If we had like a seal of approval or something like that, I'd be like, yo, boom, this is it. Play the game. You will not be disappointed. Uh, if you are disappointed, I say, and you want to come at me and say, hey, you know, you told me to play this and I didn't like it. I'm gonna look at you and say, okay, something's wrong with you, buddy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah. not the game. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's here sit down on the couch. Exactly. Let's just talk for a bit. Yeah. yeah. There, there's. And my first question is, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so once again, Adam, thank you for for recommending that. Thank you for for giving me. Give me that experience right there. Uh, you're, you're a good friend, so I, I have I have moments, you know. <laughs> I, like when it comes to video games, I I'll point you in the right direction. Okay, okay. Cocktails, oh. I, I can probably do that as well. But does does this mean that now I have no choice but to play Mud Runner and Snow Runner? I have told you how great those games are. <laughs> yeah, you have. I. I Maybe they, they may not be as artsy as this, but uh, <laughs> you're going to feel some things. I'll tell you that. All right. Well, on that note, uh, this has been this has been probably like one of the most interesting conversations I feel like we've had on this show so far uh, on this podcast. I'm sorry so far. So. So, yeah, thank you all for for listening. And uh, if you have any any thoughts or anything, please feel free to share them with us on, a, on our Facebook page at Talk Games Chew Bubblegum or reach out to us on Instagram or I think even here on Anchor you can also uh, send us an email and everything. I'd be really mm-hmm. curious to think what everyone else thinks about it and thinks about the game itself and its themes because I know somebody out there listening has played this. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, so yeah re- reach out and let us know what you think. I would really like to continue discussing this with, with, uh, with some people. So Yeah. Well, with that being said, everybody... Enjoy the rest of your day, night, week, whatever you have planned, whenever you're listening to it, just enjoy it. And uh, yeah, have a wonderful day. You guys, like always, take care of yourself and others. We'll see you next time. See ya.